another new releases video. Uh, this is the 12th. So at least I've managed one a month during this calendar year. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it as well. And uh, I probably will get uh, a baker's dozen in, another one, um, before the end of the year. And that'll be time to consider uh, I'm going to do a top 40 from this year. Uh, I'm really looking forward to selecting that. Um, I've come alive, really, to new music this year after sort of being in the doldrums, really, uh, reflecting on all those great um, pieces of music from yesteryear. But one's got to look forward. This is a message for those who tend to avoid these videos. Give them a listen. Now, in a previous video, I uh, referred to briefly about the importance of promoting or using a different uh, name, really, uh, recommending black artists and black music. Um, if the uh, individual who had a rant about me referring to promotion, uh, hello to you. And uh, I trust that you've now got your head out of your ass. Okay, um, I'm going to review uh, f maybe f six albums here, four reasonably thoroughly, two probably just nonchalantly, and a number of them re actually uh, promote or recommend black artists. So let's get going with this video on new releases. One then, Wide Through the Eyes of No One by a band called, well, I don't know if they're called a band, but uh, The Steeples. Now, uh, this duo, who are referred to as GB and Yofi Andow, uh, are rappers, hip hoppers, uh, and so I don't really know anything about them, but uh, I, I latched onto this album uh, which uh, where they're using the alias, the Steeples, uh, three and a half years after they released Six Rocks, which I don't know about. But this album really caught my ear, integrates and modernizes R&B sounds across eras, and it encompasses a, a bit of late 60s psychedelic soul, a bit of progressive 70s, some folk jazz are in there, and a machine shell from the 80s are all into this mix. So um, I must admit, I've listened to it a few times and it's it's definitely uh, different. And it's provoking uh, because you, you, you feel, hmm, I know it sounds a little bit like somebody else, but not that much. Okay, so I'm gonna go through the uh, tracks now, um, in contrast to previous videos in this series, I'm going to try and not cover all the tracks because the videos get too long, don't they? And that becomes a full review. Okay, so let's get on to uh, a quick review of these tracks. Every day's, sorry, everybody's song. It's got a really a great funky rhythm with an array of vocals that mix with that sort of R&B, jazz, folk, progressive feel. Uh, if you can understand that combination of genres, you're a better man than I. But as I said, a unique sound that washes over the central soul harmony. The good news is next. 
synths skip over an odd mix of psychedelic soul. I love the vocal harmonies on there and uh, those horns are way back in the mix. The harmonies uh, are more of a nod really to uh, an English-based band uh, in the, I think it was the 90s, called The Christians. Track three now, In the Dance, it's got an Isaac Hayes type of feel that floats with a fusion of string-laced jazz soul. Love it. Up next is Cotton. Uh, it's a bit of a standout. It's got a hypnotic uh, bossa nova-like beat. Very light, though, uh, with floating strings laced with that jazz soul feel. And then uh, uh, gentle vocals as well, uh, which I like, uh, like a lot about this uh, album. Lonely Behaviour comes next. And there's some tasty guitar chords here are wrapped up in a, the cosy vocals. It's very moody, uh, moody very atmospheric. So uh, that covers half of the tracks. The others, uh, if you're interested, you'll have to go and listen to on Spotify. Um, I'm very impressed with this album and it's certainly going to be in that top 40. Uh, title again, Wide Through the Eyes of No One. The name of the band is The Steeples. Bring here, If Words Were Flowers by Curtis Harding. This was only released a few weeks back and I've been playing it. Um, it's the third album from this uh, artist, this African-American soul singer. And his first album, Soul Power, I have, and I thought it was a blast. It came out in 2014. Face Your Fear from 2017, I haven't got. Uh, this young man was born in 1979, so he's no young man, is he? Uh, he's... Uh, the other side of 40 now. His mother was a gospel singer and he occasionally uh, sang backup uh, when she was touring various churches and communities. Uh, that was when he was a teenager uh, and it certainly rubbed off. He rapped on some so songs off uh, an album by CeeLo Green, uh, his 2002 album, an artist that I'm also familiar with. Uh, he sang on his 2010 album, The Lady Killer, as well, uh, co-writing co co a bonus track, Grand Canyon. Uh, anyway, he's uh, spent a lot of time in Atlanta, and in 2009 he formed the band Night Sun, which mixed rhythm, blues, and garage rock, with an artist, Cole Alexander, of a band Blacklifts, which means anything to me. Uh, but he released his debut, as I say, uh, with uh, original material. Um, and I have to say that this album really uh, hit me straight away. Uh, it is pure quality. Uh, his mix of funk and soul style with a bit of psychedelia makes it an instant uh, uh, favourite of mine. And now I'm going to go through some of the tracks. The track, If Words Were Flowers, opens up. It's got a haunting horn montage to start us, coupled with that lilting percussive beat that prepares us for a palette of soulful harmonies. Uh, and when the uh, harmonies come in, the, the, the music has certainly smacks of jazz soul. Uh, it's excellent and uh, it's purely instrumental. 
to track two, hopeful, and here we get some gospel harmonies that has a feminine feel to them, although I couldn't see any uh, women credited on this album, but it launches uh, Curtis's lead vocals, rap style vocals, it says, uh, and the strength of the horns owe a nod to uh, Curtis Mayfield back in the 70s. Uh, but they're a little bit more genteel than what we heard uh, from Curtis, uh, namesake Mayfield, uh, and a scintillating liquid extended guitar break meshes with the horns and harmonies, and it wraps you up in the title as the strings immerse the mood. Beautiful track. Uh, next up, Can't Hide It. This is very 60s soul with psychedelic tones. Uh, it punches the air and there's a unison feel to the vocals. Motown memories touch you here and the chorus uh, is certainly uh, reflective of that. The sound is though modern and it's clear that this artist takes risks. And out uh, is track four, With You. A lovely R&B ballad that filters in on top of an acoustic beat. Harding's vocals have a soothing feel to them. The arrangements complement this song's foundations, but they don't saturate it. And I hear a, a soft version of the English uh, artist Seal in this uh, song. Track flies explore and the horns blow into the next riff uh, with synthesizers. And you get a sort of Niles Barkley type mood. Curtis gets up high here and he sounds soulful and tender with a slight funk edge. And there's a real electronic feel to, to this track. And then uh, th this is the second side now. Uh, Where's the Love? A catchy guitar riff uh, intro leads for, to a hip-hop spoken word message before the horns merge with the harmony vocals. Psychedelic guitar hits you uh, two minutes in and it resonates with the blurting horns before segueing into the next track. I stop worth blurting out. He usually does, does that at 10 o'clock in the morning and it's just turned 10 here in Thailand. The last track I want to look at, uh, which isn't the last track on the album, The One. Some nice sense there that uh, finally replaced the percussion and there's a vocal montage with some nice guitar, a very airy harmony. Four more tracks that I'm not going to cover here, but this is a five-star material. Uh, you've got to like soul uh, and you've got to like R&B and this guy is the future. He is, uh, he makes you realise that uh, soul music didn't end at the end of the 60s. Uh, so I would thoroughly recommend this if you like soulful music, you like R&B, you like sort of, uh, how can I put it, progressive soul, retro soul. Got confused with all these genre titles. All I know is it's really good. And so get to listen to it. The album's called If Words Were Flowers and it's by Curtis Harding. And my third offering today is Mother Nature. This is by the Benin, Benin, Benin diva Angelica Kidjo. Uh, Angelica, of course, is a fantastic role model for women and for for everyone around the world, her UNICEF ambassadorship that she's been doing since 2002. 
uh, and her music is right up there if you're considering wanting to dip into African-influenced music. Uh, she speaks uh, four languages, sings comfortably in English, in French, uh, plus her two languages locally. Her last two releases have been, well, to say the least, radical. In 2018, she did a remake of The Talking Heads' Remain in Light, and there's a review of that album on my channel. And then a year later, she did a, an album called Celia, which was a tribute to the salsa goddess Celia Cruz, uh, who spent a career really celebrating African sources in her Cuban music. And uh, Celia Cruz is uh, an artist that I really need to explore a little more. I've been a big fan of uh, the Benin Diva right since the early 90s and have been buying her albums as and when they've been released. Um, I started with her fourth offering, Lagoso, in 1991. And really, uh, from there on, uh, her, her music has captured my ear and it's been of a very high quality. And of course, she's of so comfortable uh, doing collaborative work with Western artists. Uh, Dave Matthews comes to mind, Carlos Santana, and various others uh, have been involved in her music. So what of Mother Nature? Well, it's her 18th release, and there's a lot of collaboration on this with an array of African musicians I have to say, and most of them I are unfamiliar with, but uh, I guess that's going to be a job now uh, next year to track down some of the music from these people who offered their services to make this uh, a really good release. So let's get on to some of the uh, album tracks now uh, for uh, Angelique Kidjo's Mother Nature. This album again last night, and it was an absolute joy. It opens with Choose Love, uh, co-written by a Zimbabwean American songwriter. And here's the pronunciation, Shungudza Zukuyimba. And a Nigerian songwriter, uh, Adenyi Sienamatik. Yeah, I'll maybe try and skip those uh, African names uh, from here on. It starts anyway with a rousing chant sung in sort of rounds. Uh, it features uh, Lionel Lou Eke on guitar. He's from Benin, uh, but it's the only instrumental accompaniment on this sound. And it's an absolutely tremendous opener. The voices are euphoric in the chorus. And it sets up the message that runs throughout this album. Track two is Dignity. Uh, African tribal rhythms guarantee uh, foot and maybe hip movement here. It's sung in English, as nearly all the album is. Uh, it's uh, very funky and it's, of course, political. Uh, Angelica is very outspoken about the wrongs on this planet. Uh, and a particularly a great voice for women's rights. Uh, and uh, this one uh, attacks uh, Nigeria and is in support of Nigerian youth as they struggle against the corrupt branch of the police force that extort uh, money. 
And then we move on to track three, Africa one of a kind. Uh, didn't make any notes on that one. Uh, so track four, Mother Nature. Smooth horns add to a swing field to this gem. It's another political plea amongst this reggae Afro beat rhythms. Uh, but I do love it. Fire's a very strong track as well. Do Yourself. It's got some more Nigerian input on vocals uh, and there will be a slide, uh, hopefully uh, referring to all the contributors on this. And this is a cinch for the dance floor, full of joy and soaring choruses, a top of layered instrumentation and particularly percussion. Meant For Me is next. Uh, the pace quickens here and it becomes more infectious with those danceable tones. To Omon Oba, this is a uh, sang in her local dialect, uh, and it's typical African style rhythm uh, that uh, uh, tend to focus on uh, percussion led instrumentation. And so, to free and equal, well, self explanatory, a Zambian singer, Sampa, uh, is featured here. Uh, very famous in his own country and typically with Angelica they effortlessly fit together on a skittish sound very much for the club scene and then we get Fired Up uh, which is a more club style uh, song uh, with hip-hop uh, uh, on display it's very polished and full of rhythm and I, I just love this Kidjo rhythm and some neat jazz guitar thrown in as well. There's another four tracks, but as I say, I'm not going to do the whole uh, nine yards. Um, just to say, if you haven't uh, heard any African music and you want to get a start, this would be a great, a great advert. Uh, this woman is an absolute gem and I, I love her to bits. It's called uh, Mother Nature. Uh, it's by the Beninese uh, artist Angelique Kidjo. Three albums, three uh, black artists uh, on display. The fourth uh, continues with that. Uh, this is an album called Gold Digger's Sound by an um, African-American artist, Leon Bridges. Much again, funk and soul to the front. Very contemporary in places. Uh, but it's uh, R&B Bridges uh, uh, has brought he, uh, to the party. Uh, he was born in 1989 and uh, had his debut album in 2015, Coming Home, which uh, was quite a big hit. I don't remember it, but I've downloaded it last night, so I will be listening to it later. Um, and this album of the same title was nominated for the best R&B album at the Grammys in 2016. So he has some pedigree, this boy. And uh, once again, uh, I was uh, overwhelmed, really, by the, the breadth uh, and tastefulness of these uh, tracks. And I'm going to go into some of them now in some detail. And it, it's got a very sauntering beat with a seductive vocal on the intro. Uh, and the vocals in front are very eloquent strings. There's a sax and trumpet that mesh together early on to mark the jazz influence on this record. And uh, I, I, I noted that when I got some details, uh, he put together all the members, the musicians that played on each track 
which helps uh, a reviewer to get the uh, type of instrument used uh, correct. Um, track two, Motorbike, cap Captivating Soul, uh, takes you on uh, his ride. The drum programming on here stands above the amalgam of keyboards, uh, piano and synthesizers that combine and mix exquisitely with his vocals. Uh, really like this uh, track. Uh, track three is Steam. There's a more punch to this one, very funky soul piece. Uh, some sweet feminine harmonies, though I'm not too sure whether, I think they are girls in the credits, but not too familiar with all these pe uh, peculiar first names. Um, but uh, it had a Talking Heads type silky rhythm to it, and definitely a favourite of mine on this uh, selection. And then uh, we get on to track four. Uh, track four is called uh, Why Don't You Touch Me? And this is an impassioned soul ballad uh, with vocals from the R. Kelly school, I thought. I know he's a bit of uh, Pesata non grata, but he was absolutely a, a, dread a tremendous R&B singer. And this had a, has a feel to that. The guitar uh, is very solemn on this track. Magnolias, a nice acoustic guitar duets with Leon's vocals uh, as we slide into a, 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 his tasty uh, lead vocal and the horns uh, pr production is evident throughout to fill the song out beautifully. The R&B vocal overlaps with considerable taste uh, and uh, as I say uh, we've got alto sax, trumpet and a trombone featuring on this track. Then to the title track, uh, Gold Diggers Jr.'s Fanfare. It's a very moving wake-like uh, uh, song, Fanfare, um, that segues into the next track, Details, which is another track I really like. Although uh, it starts off, uh, and one could almost uh, suspect that it was being sung by John Mayer uh, as lead vocalist. There's a lovely sitar that highlights the jazz overtones and the guitar meanders uh, between the occasional horns uh, uh, and uh, the uh, vocals. Love it. It's a great track. It's called Details. And then uh, we move on to uh, Show Nuff. Uh, Continues the gentle uh, breathing uh, delicately played is highlighted on here uh, by one uh, Steve Wireman. Uh, Not too sure if that's the correct uh, pronunciation. And uh, there are a number of other tracks uh, which I am not going to cover. I think four more. Uh, this is a, a real, uh, a thoroughly uh, lovely listen, really. Um, and probably not quite up to the Curtis Harding, but pressing him very hard. Uh, these two uh, young men uh, are going to be uh, uh, centre stage, I believe, uh, in the sort of soul uh, uh, appreciation over the next few years. Uh, so get to listen to it. It's Gold Digger Sound and it's by Leon Bridges. 
very brief referrals. Um, this next one is called La Luce, and that's the name of the uh, album and the band. Uh, they based from out of Los Angeles, founded in 2012 uh, by four young girls. Uh, women, maybe, is a better term. Uh, Shania Cleveland, Marianne La Lepino, Ali Sandal and Amy Blackwell. There's certainly a Latino influence on here. They've released four albums and this self-titled La Luz is their latest, described as surf noir style with layered vocal harmonies, uh, surf meets garage rock. Now, the four that I referred to are not all on this album. Um, two of them are, Shana and Alice, uh, but they've been joined by Lena Seymour on a bass. I'm going to go briefly through the tracks. Uh, I've listened to this a couple of times, and it's growing on me. It opens up with In The Country. It's got some really nice little rich sounding jangly guitars with synths and the feminine vocals soothe over your psyche. Uh, the Pines is next. There's a Mellotron that creates some sort of odd rhythmic uh, uh, loops and the guitar is back in the mix. Third song, Watching Cartoons, a beautiful sitar uh, combo with, a, I thought it was dobro-like guitar, uh, and it melts in with the harpsichord, and the vocals are very European style. It's a very, almost like a rhythmic stately waltz, very appealing indeed. Oh, Blue, this has some doo-wop style vocals, uh, definitely a nod to Phil Spector here, uh, and great guitar echo. Uh, it's very 50s style, and the harmonies are dreamy and sensual. And then we have Goodbye Ghost. Here we get into skippy psychedelic rock. There's a bit of chaotic guitar uh, soloed, and it whizzes a bit towards the outro. Uh, so there are another, a handful of tracks. Uh, this one could definitely be a grower. If you like female harmonies and female lead vocals with a jangly sort of indie style, uh, get to it. You'll love this. Uh, and it's La Luce. Last uh, offering on this video, uh, it's called The Apple Drop and it's by a band called Liars. They're an Australian-American experimental rock band that were formed in New York in uh, 2000, fronted by one Angus Andrew, who's the founding and only constant member of this band. Uh, he's now got uh, a multi-instrumentalist, Camry Dale, and a drummer, Lawrence Pike. And it's described as alternate experimental rock. And this is it's their 10th album. Uh, suffice to say that I haven't heard any of the previous nine. And I'm just going to quickly go through some of the tracks. Uh, the star it is the opening cut. It's drenched in experimental rock themes with prickly uh, electronics. Slow and Turn Inward has a meditative, slow, hypnotic rhythm. Uh, and Segway, uh, spoken word delivery, uh, uh, thrusts us into, sorry, flirts with a bit of rap. 
there's a massive, massive synth bass uh, that cements uh, the rhythm. And you get a feeling of dread and regret while listening to it. It's probably due to the psychotic wailing vocals. High Appetite is next. 80s gothic rock in patches with drowning vocals. Very progressive drums. A highlight, it has to be said, maintaining an effective heavy beat. And then from what the never was, it has a sp spacey feel to it. And I like the dreamy harmonies with the strings uh, that are added into the mix uh, to create a cool overall sound. And uh, then we've got uh, uh, the last I want to touch on, Star Church. Had a Lou Reed type vocal intro to me, but it plods a bit. Uh, and it, it's progressive bombardment with a bit of post-punk angst. Not really my cup of tea. Um, so, in conclusion, um, the, I'll struggle with this one. Uh, there were a few moments that caught my ear, but the overall package is not my cup of tea. It's just a little bit too noisy for me. I'd have loved it back in 1972, probably. So there we are, six albums there uh, reviewed. Uh, there will be links to uh, the music in the uh, description. And I welcome your comments, please, on these albums. And any other albums, new ones, that you've heard that you think might benefit from my ears and possibly a review on this channel. That's my lot.